hey, James. Hey. Have you ever seen a zombie? Like in real life? Uh, I mean, just kind of wherever. Yeah, I've seen a couple of them. Okay, okay. Have you have you ever like built a house in a video game? Um, I'm trying to think video games. Those are the ones where you point and click and shoot and you kill the zombies, right? Sometimes. Yeah, actually, pretty frequently. That's I don't think I've ever built a house in one of those. I think that's pretty different than usually my whole thing. Have you ever built a house in a video game where there are zombies and it's also an MMO? I can safely say no to that one. All right. Well, (laughs) uh, we're going to talk about a game that is all of those things together. And it's really wild. It's called Once Human. Okay. Once Human is a video game. Um, It is video games. Who's this video James and why does he get the title and not me? (laughs) Wouldn't you like to know? I Uh, guess I might be the board James. I'm not sure. Yeah, you do. You are. You're the you're the tabletop, James. Um, Okay, that's fair. Yeah. (laughs) Tabletop role playing, James. (laughs) That's me. (laughs) You've got a longer title for sure. Yeah, Um, I demand that everyone say it in full every time they address me. Um, So I started playing this game (laughs) once human. Uh, I started playing it a little bit late last year. I got into a closed beta for it and it has been such a wild time but such a blast and i just had to talk about it it's made by a studio called starry studio they're a newer subdivision of netease um and as far as the process the making of the game concept stuff there's not a ton there are like dev blogs that you can read but there's not like a ton of public knowledge even on starry studio the majority of what i found was this is a studio that is a subdivision of NetEase. <laughs> they have made Once Human, and that is all of the information. That's it. <laughs> so we're not really talking about the making of, sadly. I like to get into kind of the nitty-gritty yeah. of like, oh, this is like a two-person debt. Like, I, I don't got that here. Mm-hmm. But I've got a lot of really cool mechanics that are all coming together to make a really interesting... Oh, God, I just realized this is another one of those. Allison found a mishmash of all the things she likes in the video (laughs) games. And I'm all right. Well, we're here now. You've done it again. I know. I I love it when you take like things that don't go together and stick them together in interesting ways. It's fun. That's where innovation happens, baby. No. So take take rust, but like OG original rust where there were still zombies in it. And then make it an MMO with like raids and bosses and like dungeons and all sorts of other stuff around it. And that's your game. And it has some of the wildest monster design you've ever seen. I fought a 45 foot tall mushroom man. It was so cool. It's a third person shooter that can sometimes be a first person shooter if you want it to be. Um... You can play it a stealth game. You can play it loud. You can go in with shotguns. You can craft your own weapons. You can find weapons as loot drops. You can buy weapons from NPCs. You can trade weapons from other players. It is not a PvP experience as far as I've played. I have not gotten into any PvP. It's all been PvE, although I do run into a bunch of other people. (laughs) Um, They're all really nice, which is the greatest part about it, because I love the house building aspects of Rust. I hate 
the other people that are in Rust. Yeah, playing Rust is a miserable experience if you have an internet connection. It is. If they made a single player version of Rust, I would be the happiest of campers or mm. a closed lobby where I could instead of like me renting out a server, if I could just like run an SDK, build up a server for just me and my friends and we all play on that and no one leaves that server. That'd be great. <laughs> but Rust as a concept and as a community, as much as I love playing that game and I love some of the people I've met through that game. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ, it's so... <laughs> uh, <laughs> but this is PvE, not PvP. All the people I've met have been super chill and really nice. It's been a really good time. It also has some Dark Souls elements to it in that you have really? the... You have the... You have a dodge Fascinating. roll. You got a dodge roll. Dodge rolls are in there. And you mm. have the messaging system of like leaving really? little notes on the ground for other people of like, oh, there's a loot chest near here. Oh, watch out. There's a big zombie coming up. Look or wait for that corner. Like, it's weird. <laughs> That, it's so that weird. is actually pretty cool. It's really neat, though. Um, well, that, yeah, that feels like that makes sense in a like zombie survival game, too, because you're like survivors yeah. leaving each other notes and things like that. Yeah, exactly. That's like the, the thought process. But yeah. then there's also control like the, the control of the video game telekinetic launch with your hands powers. Like the okay. grab things, float them and then launch them thing is in this game as well. Like it's doing a lot. It does a lot of different things, but they all come together to make this really cohesive, very interesting survival MMO. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that actually caught me the most, one of the things that I love doing the most in Rust and every other survival game is building houses and building bases. This game handles that so well for an MMO where you normally don't get to build things in an MMO. Normally in MMO, you just interact with the world that's already there for you. You don't build your own thing. Yeah. And if you do, it's in like a pocket dimension. It's over there. You build your house separate and you can bring people into your personal little server, but you don't build a house in the main game. Um, yeah, no, this one, you're building a house like right wherever the hell you can find space. Honestly, <laughs> it's great. The map is huge. Like I have explored maybe less than a 30 second of the map and i have played easily like 40 hours so far that was a very um, specific i was thinking about it. i was like a, a quarter no an eighth no that's still too big a 16th <laughs> that's still like large i think it's like genuinely like just like the tiniest little bit of the map it's huge so there's plenty of space for you to find your own start um it's it's been such an interesting time and they have so many like quality of life improvements. You're building your house a lot like you would build in Rust where you have your foundations, you have your snap to grid squares. Uh, what was the other game that you you said when I uh, mentioned that? I jokingly said Lego Fortnite. Yeah, kind of, though. Like, uh, yeah, has, it, well, it I mean, Fortnite in general has has like that building system where you like you build a foundation, you can snap to grid little squares around it and you build like things. And then Lego Fortnite expands on that and you build houses. Yeah. This is a lot like that, um, except for it's an MMO. So everyone is building houses around you. It's really cool. And also it's very funny because I've played enough Rust where I know Rust base design. <laughs> 
<laughs> so you can tell which people have like that person came from rust that person came from rust that person came from rust this person's never played a game like this <laughs> it's just very funny walking around of like oh yeah that is just a, a rust house yeah it's all built with triangles there's a ton of doors like this person's house is secure as hell for a game where they no one's gonna break in like no one yeah. no one cares um <laughs> It's really cool. And then they have like mechanics for moving your house. You need materials to move your house. But when you build your house using your little beacon thing to claim your plot, mm -hmm. you can go wherever you want in the map without any resources on your on you except for wood and stone and whatever you use to build your house. Hit the B button for build, hit the Z button, and it will just show you a ghost of exactly your base. Chests uh resources tools furnaces the whole thing is just there and then if you have the resources you can just plunk put it down wherever you are you can just move your house in front of you at a moment's notice that's so nice to not have to go and pick up my house <laughs> piece by piece and rip my house apart plank by plank just to move it i can just think it's here that does sound convenient it's so nice <laughs> um the inventory management's really nice holding resources is really nice you don't have like i have never become over encumbered in this game it's been really nice to be able to just grab a bunch of stuff and take it back home mm -hmm. um and the crafting in the game has been really nice as well it's a lot like rust of like okay you get all your stuff together you go to the the tool center where you want to craft a thing like your your work table or your yeah. armor table or your weapon table or whatever you click on it if you have the resources you click go and it, it sets starts a timer you come back after the timer's up and your thing is ready you can kind of move around and do other things while it's cooking um gotcha. okay this one improves on that and that when you look at that thing it pops up a little floating menu on your hud that shows this uh you uh, one of three tasks has been complete. This is the timer on when that task will be complete. One uh, or two of three tasks has been completed. So it tells you you have stuff ready, how many things you have left and how much time it has left to do those things without you having to go across the room and interact with that tool chest again. You can just like look over, see the thing, be like, all right, cool. It's not done yet. And then go back to doing what you need to do. It's so nice. <laughs> That is nice, actually. Another quality of life thing that I love is that, like, it automatically pulls stuff from any chest inside of your base. Like, inside of the lot that you have built, you get, like, a little bubble that floats around the, like, beacon that is, like, your, your marker of, like, this is my spot. Yeah. Any chest inside of that thing, when you're in a tool bench, all the resources in that chest are accessible to that tool bench and you can just craft using it without having to be like, oh, I don't have iron on me. Let me go find my iron. What <laughs> chest was that in? I don't remember. It's like, yeah, no, it's in a chest. You've got it. You already earned it. Like, we're just going to assume that you know how to go through your inventory and yeah. can't find it. We'll skip that step. Again, just so nice little quality of life improvements. It's so yeah, I I so love great. seeing stuff like that where you can tell it's like that's not a technological limitation. That's not something no. that just now video games were able to implement. It's very clearly like okay, we've seen this kind of game before and we're building on it, and now we have a clearer picture of like what will actually make our game easier and better to play. So I yes. love seeing those kinds of improvements added to already tried and true formats that are maybe missing that. 
Exactly. And it's not hyper realistic, but neither is this mm-hmm. game. You're saving like fragments of uh, fragments of memories of these people who are like you because you are from like this pocket dimension between dimensions and in the regular world. Uh, OK, backing up a second because I'm getting ahead of myself. The regular yeah. world exists. Earth exists. Uh, r- split in dimensions has happened and this stuff called starlight has fallen through and is corrupting people turning them into these zombies um and some of them are like really absurdist and some of them are really like creepy and like some of them look like a last of us zombie with the big mushroom head like i was talking about that was like (laughs) a, a mini boss that i was fighting it was i at least 45 feet tall it was probably something that you need two people to do because i barely took it down on my own but i did it was very fun and it was satisfying the way it worked because it used traditional like aoe and like ring attacks were like oh they thumped on the ground and this ring goes out and if you jump at the right time you don't take damage or get staggered or whatever you see that a lot in mmos you don't see that in this rust style survival game so it was really interesting to see a lot of mmo dungeon crawler style things being added to survival and then makes sense you've got your dodge roll you've got your jumping mechanics and stuff like that to make these systems work together in a way that's really fun like genuinely gameplay loop has been really enjoyable but uh some of them are 45 foot tall mushroom monsters i've seen one that is like a train car with like a bunch of arms and legs just trying to stomp at you with all of its little hands oh that's the most terrifying thing i've ever heard um cool thanks for that them is a briefcase headed thing that like shoots wads of money out of its mouth with like spit wads and hits you with them to like stun (laughs) and lock you in place well it screams first then it does that to lock you in place and then other zombies will come and hoard on you it's really interesting gameplay for an mmo (laughs) yeah it's really cool it's like really fun and then the other thing that i desperately want to talk about because there's so much to talk about (laughs) the the second main point outside of the base building that really got me because i love survival games is that there is a great experience split between the going out and gathering resources fighting through the hordes of zombies to find stuff in the towns uh the like human settlement settlements that have been overtaken and corrupted mm-hmm. and base building you get the same amount of experience no matter what you're doing you can go out and kill a hundred zombies and i can go out and chop down a hundred trees that take about the same amount of time and we both gained experience and a pretty even amount of experience too so If you're playing in a squad, those who are at home taking care of the house and gathering resources and building and making your furnace and getting your copper and making sure that you have weapons and stuff to go out and do what you need to do. They're getting experience, too. So when you find, oh, I I came across a dungeon, I came across a raid, Mm -hmm. I need three people to come with me. They're ready. They don't have to be like, oh, wait, I haven't I've been taking care of this. I haven't gone out to like go and like kill no, they still have all of the experience points and levels needed, and they've built up the system to where you can just all have the same items. They're ready to go along with you. It's great. 
It's yeah, really that, cool. Uh, yet another thing that just like makes sense in the context of this game that it's kind of surprising that some other MMOs don't have. I know it's like it's so simple in its nature. And then the last thing that it did that MMOs I haven't ever seen done is it has multiple layers of friendship status, essentially. So you have your uh, team, which can be made up of strangers or whatever. It's like really just thrown together on the spot of like, oh, I ran, a I was raiding this village. I ran across two people. Mm -hmm. I actually, this happened to me. I was raiding a village. I ran across three people. One of them left and two of them were like, hey, let's team up. So we added each other to a team. It's just a right click on their name or a button press and boop, we're good to go. We're teaming. Yeah. Um, you just throw them together really willy nilly. Then you have your small like uh, kind of like a like your friends list, essentially, but like a rating party that you're all like, OK, cool. I know these people. We play on a regular basis. We have started this. I forget what they call it. It's driving me crazy. Um but it's this like small raiding party where you can get a bunch of people together on a more permanent basis. You can no matter if you're online or offline, you're still a part of this thing. Whereas on a team, you're just if you're online and together, you're a team. Once you separate far enough, the team drops or once you log out, it does. It's not persistent. Whereas you can gotcha. get a team of four that is a persistent team of four. And then you can take that team of four that you've made and join other groups that are the persistent team of four and make an overarching like guild of all of your groups together and there are needs for each of these phases of like all right cool i'm out raiding i'll make a team up with these people i found in this town mm -hmm. we'll get some stuff done and then i'll go back to my friends at home my friends at home are all in this bigger thing i find mm -hmm. a raid i'm gonna do it with them because i know them well and we can communicate well yeah and then or I found a dungeon. We're going to do that. And then I find a raid where I need like 20 people. We've got our big network of tinier guilds in the massive guild to go and do this. So it has like this leveling system of like interaction with other people that I think is really helpful instead of it just being you're in a guild. You're not you're next to each other. You're not. It's like, all right, cool. Like you can share resources and loot and experience on a smaller less personal level a more personal level and then an even bigger level and i think that's so neat i like it like a lot i'm really excited to see more people pick up and play this game in that kind of way because like i know a couple of content creators who have like larger groups overall and yeah. having like a couple of those like like uh when i watched yogg's cast a long time ago <laughs> it's been a minute that's, like, that's a throwback within i mean my girlfriend still watches yogg's cast they're they're still kicking um Wild, right. yeah i know right it like fully caught me off guard i was like oh wow that's so cool <laughs> i used to watch them a ton but within yeah. yogg's cast they had like hat films hat films is a group of three mm -hmm. they'd be that individual team that is like the more structured team and then the greater yogg's cast could have their whole network where all of their little teams of like simon and lewis and duncan and hat films and then like each little team within the team can have their space, but then all come together in the bigger thing. And there are mm -hmm. separated chats for each. So you can like be in the chat for just your team, be in the chat for your uh, group. I think it's called a war song is your like group of four. And then the, gotcha. the bigger group is like a guild. So you can like within each of them, you have modality for communication in different kind of ways. It's really nice. It's really, really cool. The like little things that they're like, 
these things are missing from all of the other games that we played. So we're going to smush them all together and then add all these extra things that I've never seen in any of these games. Just thrown. It's uh, it sounds like the most intuitive and well-organized survival game and MMO that I've ever heard of. Exactly that. It is so addictive. And since I found this closed beta, I am like, Every day I get home, I'm like, I just want to play Once Human. That's all I mm-hmm. want to do. Honestly, after this episode, if I'm not sleepy, <laughs> I'm probably going to play an hour or two of Once Human and then go to bed. That's very fair, yeah. It's so good. And there's so much to do in it. There's crafting and home building. There's resource gathering and lore. There's so much lore. that The story is actually really interesting. They have a whole Discord channel just dedicated to people who are finding little stories throughout that the devs have sprinkled throughout this huge world and letting you experience this entire thing it's been so fun to just be a part of and it's just in beta like it's not out yet it's in a closed beta if you join their discord they are doing drops the closed beta ends january 21st 2024 so you've got a very limited time to join the beta but it does the full release is planned for q3 2024 so, okay, so not too far away. Year, yeah, fall. Yeah. This fall, it should full release and we should be ready to go. Nice. I am so excited for the full release. I hope there is another closed beta between now and then because not having this game for <laughs> six months is going to make me so sad. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I, I want more people to play it. I think it's a great game. The way that they structure it is so nice. The quality of life shows that there's a lot of thought, intention and care. And I'm really excited to see this go further. It is really weird and sketchy to. Uh, oh, I didn't even talk about a whole thing that I wanted to. It is really weird and sketchy to see a, a studio that has literally nothing else on their resume or no like background or anything written about them, period. Yeah. Make an MMO. Um, and the way that I found out about this game is because of that thing. Exactly. Uh, because I don't know. If you've been paying attention to recent history or recent uh, gaming news, there is a a game that flopped recently called The Day Before. Oh, yeah. I I heard about that. (laughs) Because I was complaining about wanting to play The Day Before what it envisioned itself being. And then it just, uh, for lack of a better word, shit the bed. Um, Mm. And then my... Then someone was like, this game, Once Human, is everything that the day before promised to be. But Once Human actually is it and you can play it now. And I was like, oh, what? Yeah, I was going to say, didn't didn't the day before just fully lie about what it was? It wasn't ever even an MMO. It was an extraction shooter. Um, It just ended up being Tarkov and it was from like an asset flip from uh, Unreal. Yeah, yeah, it it, it lied about everything. But Mm. all the lies that it told are everything that once human actually is. That is very satisfying to hear. actually. And then also on top of that, it's not just a promise. I have played it. It is a good time. It is not just a promise of a good time that might be later on. That's going to get kicked down the road a couple of times. Mm -hmm. It's in beta two. Like it's, it is like ready for release. It does need polishing. It is not done. It has bugs. I've reported bugs. I've had some issues with some of the things. Are you a snitch? Yes. Especially for bugs. Like I can't believe you. I know I'm reporting on my pet spider. I thought you were cool. 
my tarantula ate a mealworm the other day. I'm so proud of her. Uh, that's nice, actually. <laughs> yeah, no, she's she's. I'm so excited. She's about to molt again, but that's off topic. Uh, <laughs> What what do you mean? How, what does your spider not have to do with a zombie survival game? There are spider zombies in this that like skitter at you. They're really scary. Well, okay, cool. Um, now I'm never playing it. Thank dude, you. Though. The way that this handles horror in an open world MMO is so fascinating. Like yeah. I haven't even gotten into that, but like genuinely, there's so much I could talk about this all night. I do need to wrap this episode up eventually. I, I I do have a quick question for you before you get to that yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you've talked about like the survival aspect, the the social aspect, all the, the guilds and everything, and that all sounds fantastic. I've been curious though, because the I mean. At, at the end of the day, this is about surviving in a what zombie apocalypse. Yep. And you, you mentioned it was a third person, sometimes first person shooter. Mm-hmm. How does the actual like the the combat or the the survival like actually when you're in a dangerous situation? You've mentioned raids and things like that. Yeah. How does the moment to moment like fight feel? Moment to moment, it feels really good. This is the thing that I think needs polishing the most, honestly. Mm-hmm. It is really fun. But I have found it to be incredibly easy so far. I have had a couple of sketchy moments. Usually whenever I'm dealing with mini bosses, I have not done a raid or a dungeon yet because I don't have friends who play this game because it's a closed (laughs) beta and no one knows about it. I have not heard of another human being being talk about this other than one streamer that I watch. And that would be Thor um, of Pirate Software. He popped off recently like crazy, crazy. Um, but he's talked about this, uh, a couple of people have talked about this, but like, I know very few people who have actually like played it. Um, it, it's a good time, but yeah, from what I've found so far, I haven't had too many sketchy moments, but I am, I'm only like level 12. There, there are whole <laughs> systems that I have not even seen yet. Yeah. Um, I found out that there are mobile homes because like I, I know that there are motorcycles. I can unlock a motorcycle to travel the world faster and get to the further places easier. Good. That sounds really cool. Every, I mean, every good zombie survival game has a motorcycle. It's just I a know. rule. A, a dude, day is gone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, apparently what I can do eventually is get like a semi flatbed and build a house on the back of that semi flatbed and then just drive that around. That's really, I don't and know it's if it's supposed to be world. funny, but that's really funny. It's really funny looking It like, dude, the only place I've seen it so far is in the steam dev updates. Cause I'm not at that point yet. There's so much of this game. I haven't seen that early stages like- have been easy, but the early <laughs> stages of every MMO are easy. I'm excited to get yeah. into the hard part later on. I'm sorry. I'm just imagining the bit from Arrested Development where they're just bringing a whole house back and forth and they're sleeping in the like <laughs> the emptied out like cabin that they're hauling. Oh, my God. I kind of, though. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's great. I love that. It's It sounds a, a little bit goofy for for what otherwise sounds like a really like uh, terrifying when it needs to be and just like really engaging survival day to day kind of game. It, um. Yeah, it is goofy, but in like the proper way to handle it. The yeah. building has been fun. The the survival has been fun. That sounds like a really nice way to do 
like okay cool i've got my base set up in a place where i'm really happy with it the whole squad's here but we're gonna go on a road trip because we want to go check out this raid over here that just dropped we're all gonna hop in the, yeah. the wagon and head on out battle bus and just yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, that's I. I know that that is the best way to do like mobile bases if you're trying to ground it like that. But that's yeah. so funny. It is really funny, and they look really funny too. Yeah. I highly recommend looking up some look up video and picture of this game because <laughs> it's really pretty. It's really cool. One of the other things that I really like that they added is they added more body ways instead of like the the way that your body looks. You can have a couple the character creation in this was actually pretty in-depth the way that your body looks is really in-depth as well one of the complaints that they got is that you can't really be fat and people were like yeah like i'm this generic skinny person i would like to have a body that looks more like mine yeah they're like oh yeah we kind of missed out on that we didn't even think about it here you go and they edited the the character creation to represent more bodies which is really cool um that you're not cool, necessarily yeah. fat as much as you are like uh muscle man stocky mm -hmm. but you're not built like a gym bro 24 7 you can be like that big stocky like viking body as well as the like lean six-pack skinny uh like christopher hemsworth body yeah, you're not built like video game protagonist at number 87 no you can have a gears of war body you can have like that big stocky like i'm gonna like nice hit you with my shoulder kind of thing um yeah like I, it's it's really nice that they have like a little bit more and they're listening to their their players they are throughout the beta they've had a lot of this back and forth and like i think it's basically in the the phase of daily builds every time i boot mm -hmm. up the game there's a, a small like uh 15 megabyte update it's nothing like huge but they are doing like a daily build so that like oh we we got these notes in from the players we found these new bugs we patched those out tell us more let's keep this ball rolling i i really like the feedback that they've been taking and working with um but yeah, I've 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 not had a ton of super difficult moments, but the actual feeling of moving around, killing things has been nice. If you sneak up on something, you can do a backstab. If you there are different uh, weak points that you can find throughout different bodies. So like on the humanoid ones, it's a head, but not all of them are humanoid. So like, mm -hmm. where do you shoot? <laughs> that it, it's been very fun to like kind of figure out different enemies and how they work and like oh that's a ranged enemy and one of the wildest moments that i had is i went to a new area that was a little above my level mm -hmm. and a zombie shot me <laughs> they're not allowed to do that i know <laughs> it's the other way around and like i was like wait a second I was like, why am I taking damage? There's nothing around. <laughs> Wait, that guy's got a gun. <laughs> and there's just a zombie with like a pistol in his hand. It's like, bah. And like, they take heavier recoil. But I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> no way. And my girlfriend was watching at the time. And she's like, Wait a sec, he's not allowed to have a gun. He doesn't have a license. Like, I know. I jokes aside, I genuinely can't think of oh any piece of zombie media I've seen where they're like, they can use you. tools and weapons and things. Like, 
That's oh, that's so good. It fully <laughs> caught me off guard because same. I don't like. I love zombie media. Like I have mm-hmm. a favorite zombie movie. It's Twenty Eight Days Later. Later, there's not a better one. I'm sorry. That is a pretty um, good one. It is so good. Uh, but like there aren't a lot. I'm not gonna say there are none, but there are not a lot of zombie media where the zombies have intelligence the level of which to use tools. The only one that really comes to mind is I am legend. Yeah. And that that's kind of a subversion of the, the general yeah. zombie idea anyway. So it's not like yeah. you're going to see that all the time, but that's really just, it sounds like they had fun making this they game. Did. It sounds like they got creative and really applied. Like what, what it sounds like a game made by people who played things like rust with the zombies in them. And they're fans of zombie media. And they said, okay, what would we want if we were making a game like this? What features would we want? What kinds of weird, wacky ideas would we want? Stuff like that. Uh, real quick, I know that this does not help the the audience, the the listeners at home. This is the Steam link for the Once Human uh, listing. Look at some of the zombie designs and some of the crazy large things that you fight, because that's been some of my favorites. Like. It has been so cool to see oh. the designs of some of these creatures and some of the places that they build are so haunting. Wishlist this game. It will come out Q3 2024. Try and get into the closed beta if you can. I know that this episode's going out on the 10th. You've got 11 days to try, but give it a shot. Join their Discord. Talk to them. I want this game to be great. I want as much feedback on it as possible. And I want people to play this. This has been such a fun time in an MMO that will be with me for a long time. I will pay so much money for this. Absolutely. Yeah. Looking at the, the steam, just those of you who want to follow along um, at home. home, Yeah. Play along at home. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But yeah, going to the steam page and just looking at this, I mean, there's a weird, like giant zombie looking spider thing. Uh, These big creepy, like human noise with like big old tentacles coming out of them. I mean, even the the splash art for the game itself has this big old like, I mean, uh, this is going to be the worst pull, but it looks like that Stranger Things monster that they keep using for the art, which is like this big, imposing, like tentacle creature, uh, partly shrouded by fog. I kind of thought that looked like one of the robots from The Incredibles that's coming to kill you. Yes. No, it definitely looks like that as well. Um, I guess that's a zombie gator. Yeah, there there are zombie gators. There are just regular animals that you can hunt. Like I I kill a lot of deer. I would yeah. not in real life, but in the game, like it's a good source of food. I just yeah. found out how to make salt so I can like now salt my meat so I can make it last longer. Cause that's one of the things that has been a weird thing for me logging in on a daily is that the food that you craft on a regular, like if you just make regular cooked food that's not has no preservatives in it, is mm. only good for 24 real life hours. <laughs> so I log in the next day and I have no food. I have to go get food all over again. So yeah. every day I log in, it's like, all right, cool. Let's get food. I've got food for the day. Let's play the game. Yeah. And now I found out how to cure food so I can skip that step and expedite and speed up my progression so I can explore more things. And then I'm going to get the motorcycle and I can go further. It has a good game loop. Like it, nice. it knows what it's doing in this. And it's been so fun to play a game that has very obviously enjoyed 
other games taken those into account and wanted to make something like that but escalated mm-hmm. it's been a blast um if you do manage to get in i'm playing on stardust l come join me it'll be a great time i'm so excited to play so much more of this uh but yeah i think that's all i have to say uh, you should play this game that's just you should you really really should I I absolutely should. I'm going to see if I can get into this uh, closed beta as well. I know. So the, the, the time that everyone will be listening to this episode, it, there won't be a whole lot of time left before that yeah. uh, closed beta period ends. But even then, keeping an eye out for this game later, once it's fully released, if there's any other betas afterwards, I have to imagine there will be an open beta at some point between now and then. Um, that that seems so. the, the trend with stuff like this. Um, but yeah, whenever there's an opportunity i and everyone listening as well uh should absolutely go ahead and hop on this this looks uh just buck wild i genuinely think if this does well enough it has the potential to actually change a lot of the way that survival games work because of so because of how many interesting quality of life additions have been made to this game I don't see that not being seen by others in the industry. And then also there's like things that I haven't gotten to of like, there are like uh, dash jump abilities and stuff like that that you can unlock throughout the game. There's so much to this game that's already there that I haven't gotten to. I am just at the surface. It's an MMO though. Like this is supposed to be a lifetime of game and I'm so excited to get to play so much more of this. I have no idea what what it will cost when it comes out. I I genuinely don't. I hope that it does. There's another MMO that I'm looking at playing. And if you, I I know that someone who listens to this episode is probably going to recognize that I mentioned pirate software. They also (laughs) are a champion of this other game. It's called ashes of creation. It has a lot of similar things for MMOs of like the experience split of like the people who are gathering gain as much experience as the people who are out killing that needs to happen for an MMO or a social MMO like this, where you're like, it's just you and friends and you're figuring everything out from there. Um, yeah, like you need that level of like gathering has to be rewarding. Otherwise, it kind of falls apart because then you have people who are like, I can't gather. I need to go like get experience or like, oh, you went out last time, so I'm going to go out this time or whatever. And like, that's still fun to do. But at, eh, I just think this is, has the potential to add so much to the the landscape of like just quality of life improvements for a lot of these games that I desperately love and just want to see grow but yeah uh you should play this game and yeah i think that's it do you have anything else that you'd like to add uh no i don't sorry i'm just taking a look at this this game as you're you're describing it because i just i i it, it's so because it has such a um it's not the most unique art style but it, it definitely oh. stands on its own as well yeah um, like it, it just, definitely like it takes inspiration from a lot of things but it does them in such a new way yeah the the, the vibes are very unique it's like you, you can tell there is horror and there's also like community together there it's just so uh, i looking at this game is very different <laughs> from what i thought it was gonna be because yeah. like, you've got that sort of like sci-fi element going on yeah. with the, the like stardust said, and all that yeah. control 
like power yeah. thing because you're you're a, a sparrow hawk is what you're called. Gotcha. Sorry, I, I didn't even get into the plot. I started and no, then I got distracted. Fine. I mean, I, I yeah. figured that part is is best left to to be discovered yeah. if this is kind of the, the main draw of the game. But yeah, it's just um, I, I this this is one of the because again because I'm famously not very into survival games, not very into horror games. Um, but like third person shooters I can get behind and this sort of thing. It, it looks just really interesting from a like, where is this style of game at right now? Uh, yeah. Standpoint. Like what what things are being innovated and iterated on? Um, what what is a new game in this entry look like in a really put together way? This yeah. looks like a perfect example of that. It really is. And put again put together it is not quite yet it mm-hmm. it knows what it wants to be it right. is in beta so if you do get into the beta uh, there are some animations that are janky there are voices <laughs> that don't match character models like they're not worrying about that right now they can make that happen with polish they're worrying about systems so they're trying to figure out and make sure everything works together um right. like the the, the stock is, is there it, yeah the game is there it just has to be you know spit shined yeah and they're working on it and i'm so excited to see their work come to fruition this fall and i really hope they don't make me go a whole uh like seven months without (laughs) i desperately just want to play more of this i want to figure out more about this world of like why are some people little money monsters why are some people little umbrella monsters like there there's a giant train that like stomps you with its big giant hands um there yeah. there's like a jellyfish dancer lady like there's so much going on it's it's really neat yeah a lot of what i'm saying to myself as i'm looking over this game steam page is what and why <laughs> uh, just kind of over and over in a, yeah. in a good way yeah but it's it it has a lot of intrigue to like pull you in to figure out like Right, cool what the hell is going on here like there's there's a cool story what's going on with like why are people mushroom monsters or not a mushroom monster there's there's a hundred different types of zombies there's this one that is like so cool it's on all fours it's got this big like cloak thing that covers its face with these bright glowing eyes and this big mm-hmm. flowy cloak floats over it, it looks like a bloodborne monster <laughs> it's so cool <laughs> i haven't even gotten electricity yet like I got to discover generators and stuff like that so I can like further my quest in this. But yeah, uh, I, I this game has me so excited. <laughs> I, I cannot wait to see more from it. So you should play this game. Absolutely. I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to do the, the call to action of like, yeah, if you want to play this, if you do play this game, please talk to me about it. I I would desperately love friends to talk to about this. Hit me up on Stardust L. Find us on Twitter at YSPTG underscore pod. I'm super excited to like get to play this with people. So if you get access to it, come and check us out. Uh, if you have recommendations for games or things that you want to like have us talk about, come and talk to us on Twitter. That's probably going to be the best way to hit us up. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, come, come chat yeah, see what yeah. we're all about if you listen to us on apple podcast uh, drop us a rating we we dig it if you don't then like that's fine just follow us we'll be making more stuff throughout the year we got yeah. some exciting things coming we got some good games coming but yeah other than that i've been allison and i've been james bye bye <laughs>